Evolutionary.org presents the Underground Radio Podcast with your host, Rick Rock and Hardcore Steve. Prepare for the show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ricky V. You're listening to episode number 9 of the Evolutionary Underground episode now this is like the underground series what do we call this evolutionary underground series underground show but pretty much we bring you all of the underground info uh you want to know uh and i'm here with my buddy steve say, say hi to the people steve yes what's up guys steve Schmi here what's up we're gonna do we're gonna do a good one guys this is the one to listen to if you want to cut down and use steroids to your advantage so this is one definitely pay attention to right here there we go. So we're going to get started right now with uh, Steve and I are going to each uh, propose a couple of cycles and, and we're going to discuss them. So uh, the first cycle I want to discuss, and uh, this is one that I was uh, just actually talking to someone a couple of days ago, is Oxandrolone standalone stack. So it's an it's a oral only cutting cycle. It's an oral only cutting stack. So you use Winstraw, um, I like uh, the Genesa Pharmaceutical Winstraw, the Stan 10, those Winstraw tabs, those are always great. And I like the GP Oxan, which is the Genesa Pharmaceutical Oxandrolone. They're both nice, pretty well priced. And there's a couple of ways to run this cycle, guys. Uh, this is the ultimate cutting cycle. This is the ultimate cutting stack for anyone that's really looking to look their best. Very aesthetic. It's a very aesthetic stack that's going to improve the way you look, make you look dry and hard. It's a very dry, hard-looking stack. And the way to go about it is this. You do a 50-50 a stack. There's a couple. I'm going to propose about three different ways to do it. Do a 50-50 stack, uh, which really means you do 50% of your steroids are going to be Winstrow, 50%. Uh, oxandrolone. So let's say if you're going mild, you're going 60 mil milligrams total. You do 30 milligrams Winstrol, 30 milligrams oxandrolone. Let's say you're going super hard, big dosage. You could do as much as 50 milligrams Winstrol, 50 milligrams oxandrolone. That's 100 milligrams of orals every day. You're definitely going to be want, want to take some liver support products during that time, like my Entugard for sure. And you're definitely going to want to keep your cycle under six weeks. So whichever way you do it, whether you go 50 milligrams or 30 milligrams of each, you want to run it about four to six weeks along with proper liver support. Then you want to come off the cycle for two to three weeks. You come off the cycle for two to three weeks. This is just a pause in the middle. And that's just to give your liver a true legitimate break. A true legitimate space of time where it's not being hit with oral steroids. That's going to go a long way in helping your body cleanse. And during that time, you want to take the Entogard, plenty of water, clean eating, and stay off the oral drugs. Then you could jump back on for another short four weeks four to six weeks, depending how you feel. And then you really want to come off the cycle completely, completely come off for a couple of months at least. So 
Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you would basically be stretching out the use of Oxandrolone and Winstrol by doing 50, 60, maybe 100 makes, four to six weeks with proper liver support. Pause. If you do six weeks, pause three. Pause four weeks. If you do four weeks, pause two or three weeks. Then jump on it again. Second time around, you want to be a little bit shorter, a bit more conservative, maybe four weeks. Then your cycle is done. It's a good proper way to stay on both Winstrol and Oxandrolone for about a good total of maybe 10 weeks total at the end of the day. And you stretch out your cycle quite a bit. What are you doing in between time to not lose your gains? You could use some, some nice testosterone boosters. Definitely uh, a Rimestain as an anti-E if you're trying to maintain that hard chisel look. Uh, SARMS peptides, you name it. Anything that's not going to affect your liver. The main reason for the pause in the middle of this thing, the main reason to pause it is because you want to give the liver a break. But let's say you want to give the liver a break without losing any of the progress you've already made. If you, if you gained some, some muscle and you got cut, you want to stay there. Maybe switch over to GW and Osterin, which are definitely going to be easier on the liver than 100 milligrams or 60 milligrams of, of these two orals. You'll still need some liver support. And, uh, and if you were just healthy, no steroids, and got on Osterin and GW, you'd want to take some liver support. But it's a lesser toxic, it's less toxic than, than the oral steroids. That's one good way to do it. Another good way, which I've uh, heard, picked up from uh, doing a podcast with a, with a guy, is uh, you could do maybe three, three to four days at the very start, two to three days at the start of the week on Oxandrolone, and then you switch two to three days on Winstrol, and then you take one to two days off in the middle somewhere. That sounds crazy, and, and we don't ever talk about this style, this kind of cycle on evolutionary podcasts because really is the kind of cycle you would really try with a coach or with a lot of experience because you'd want to monitor what your progress and side effects look like. Uh, you might end up noticing that you get better results and way less side effects by doing it this way, or you might figure out that it's kind of a waste of time and money uh, to run it like that. But I have heard it suggested, and the reason you, I think it's a good idea to have a coach if you try a, a really kind of different cycle like that is because you want a couple more set of educated eyes looking at your progress pictures and listening to your side effects or benefits and helping you determine if this is the right course for you. But it's something else to try. You really could do Monday, Thursday, Friday, Oxandrolone. Oh, you say, I'm sorry, you could really do... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Oxandrolone. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Oxandrolone. Then do Thursday, Friday, Winstrol. Maybe Saturday, a little bit of Winstrol. Then take Sunday off. Or maybe do uh, one week, you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Oxandrolone. Then Thursday, Friday, Winstrol. Then two days off. And then you begin Monday again. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Winstrol. And then Oxandrolone, Thursday, Friday. Then Saturday and Sunday off. Or you could go into Saturday and just take Sunday off, providing you're taking uh, proper po proper uh, liver support products. And really that extra pause of one to two days in the middle there, uh, in theory, really should allow you to stretch out 
your use by beyond the six-week realm because you're actually getting some rest time in between there. So you might be able to go as long as eight weeks maybe uh, because you're adding an extra day or two along with the cycle support. And to be fair, a lot of the damage done to your liver, it's, it's, a good bit of it is done with first through first pass, you know, first pass through. And if they're, if you're taking steroids for five days out of the week, but then there are two days of the, where the steroids are out of your system. Cause remember, remember guys, these are, these are orals. So they're going to be in and out of your system pretty quickly. So on the days that you don't take them, they just won't be in your system. Uh, and look, if let's say you shot a little bit of primobolin or equipoise and injections to, to back up as a backdrop to your to these oral cycle you're doing, then those two days you would essentially be on something anyway, on that EQ or that primo. We're talking cutting now, right? You'd be on that EQ or primo anyway. And then during the week, you get an extra boot um, doing the orals. And you might be able to stay on the orals a little bit longer that way. Maybe you could stay on it the eight weeks or the nine weeks, just stay on them straight. Um, providing that if you're going to stay on orals that long, you would want to do a blood test during the cycle. And it's not something we talk about a lot about here, getting your blood drawn and checking your levels during the cycle, because we all know during the cycle, things are going to look kind of fucked up. You know, they're going to look out of whack. But if you're going to go beyond the six weeks on an oral, eight, nine weeks, maybe 10 weeks because you're taking weekends off. Not a bad idea to just check blood levels. Make sure your, your liver is not, not going to fall out of your body. <laughs> you know, make sure that you're monitoring. But that's another option. This is kind of a real out-of-the-box way of looking at these compounds. And really, the Winstrol and Oxandrolone mix, it's, it's been done over and over again, man. When you, when you look at these high level winning prize winning fitness girls many of them get up there stacking both oxandrolone with var sometimes they'll stack pre and on top of that and mind you they might be doing as little as 20 30 milligrams a day for a girl which is still a lot for a girl they might be doing total like 10 megs of var 10 megs of winstrol and 10 megs of oral primobolin. i've seen that stack for a girl going up to competition and uh they'll you know they'll, they'll do that for a while girls since one thing i've noticed through through coaches dating fitness girls talking to coaches is that since the women will use way less steroids than the men you know a girl can make great results great progress on on five to ten megs of oxandrolone anavar girl can do great on that a guy is going to need more like 50 or 60 to really feel and really see something well a girl can stay on five milligrams of anavar longer if we're talking about liver toxicity here right longer than a guy can stay on 50 milligrams of of animal and main reason is you know uh, women uh, the androgen receptors in women the way they work very little steroids will go a very long way men you need more steroids to get the same result but steroid is not the concern the concern is what's carrying the steroid the delivery of the steroid the the, the methyl group that's delivering the steroid through digestion. And that methyl group, that, that, that's where you worry about pushing 50 milligrams of a methylated steroid through your system as opposed to five or 10 that a girl would. Now, the girl's liver is obviously going to be more able to process five milligrams of a steroid than a man's liver would processing 50. 
you know, liver, liver to liver. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of the same. So a couple of different ways to run that stack. But if we're, if we're talking about really running a cutting stack, you know, uh, GP Oxan from uh, Genesa Pharma, that's uh, comes in 10 milligrams per, per tablet. They usually come in, you know, 50 tablet packs or whatever. And then GP Stan 10. That's, those are also Winstrol taps. Also, 10 milligrams. Now, you guys can ask, how would I take it? Would I take them both at the same time? Would I take, look, if I'm doing, let's say I'm doing, I'm doing uh, 60 milligrams. I'm doing 10, uh, 30 milligrams of each. I would take my three uh, GP Stan tablets for the day and my three GP Oxa tablets for the day. Each one is 10 milligrams. I got six of them, three and three. And I would just break them in half. And then in the morning, I would take half of a GP Stan and half of a GP Oxen. That's going to get me a nice uh, total of 10 milligrams in the morning. Uh, uh, then repeat the process uh, a few a couple hours later then a couple hours later and, and just do it that way, you know, spread them out as much as I could and just take five and five, you know, take, take 10 milligrams, uh, uh, six times a day. If you can't spread it out, or you could just take one and one. If you don't want to spread it out that far, just take 10 megs and 10 megs in the morning, 10 megs, 10 megs in the afternoon, 10 megs and 10 megs nighttime. And that'll get you to 60 and just, uh, do the math. If you need to go any higher than, you're doing 100 milligrams of total combined steroids you do 50 and 50 it really doesn't doesn't matter dude at the end of the day just uh uh i would just take them together and uh same process if you're gonna do you know monday and tuesday and wednesday on on 50 milligrams or 60 milligrams of, of oxandrolone and then do thursday and friday on 60 milligrams of winstrol Spread out throughout the day. You can do six uh, small doses of about 10 megs, or you could do three big doses of about 20, and, and you're good to go, man. So that's just uh, the first kind of little cycle I wanted to propose for guys out there. Uh, what, what do you have, Steve? you have any, any comments on my cycle? Do you have one uh, you can offer of your own? Yeah, I mean, your cycle's good. I think, I think mine is a little more geared toward people who want something mild, something where they can be patient, something that they can take their time with, um, something that's going to not cause side effects when it comes to cutting. So the first one I'm going to propose is going to be a little different. The second one is going to be more side effects. The first one is going to be very minimal side effects. And I'm, what I'm going to be doing here is I'm going to be stacking in low dose of testosterone. I'm definitely going to use the uh, Geneza the GP brand of testosterone, um, either the E or the SIP are the best ones to use because they're very smooth injections. So, and you don't have to inject more than twice a week. So I would go with that, but a low dose, 100, 125 milligrams at the most, okay? And the reason that you're keeping the dosage low on it is because remember, this is a cutting cycle. So moderate doses of testosterone on mo with most guys is gonna increase appetite so we don't want appetite during the cycle. We want to be able to train. We want to be able to work out, do cardio, and eat 
you know, a healthy diet along the way. We don't want carb cravings. We don't want to have to wake up in the middle of the night, you know, in a sweat because we need carbs. You know, this is, this is going to be a strategy where we want low side effects. We don't want any water retention. So if you keep the testosterone at a TRT dose or lower, you won't get any estrogen issues um, in 99% of, of cases. So, and then you're going to add primobolin. The Geneza primobolin is excellent. Um, it's primobolin is the hardest thing to find of any injectable out there. And most primobolin out there, we all know is fake. It's usually DECA or even testosterone because those are cheaper. Those are way cheaper. And primobolin is expensive to produce. So you want to go with the Geneza, the GP Prima. That's a really, really good brand. And you can inject that 400, 500, even 600 milligrams a week. And the side effects are very low. You're not going to get an appetite increase. You're not going to wake up in the middle of the night in a sweat because you didn't eat enough carbs that day. So you can go low carb, you can cut down on the food intake, and you can even fast. And the Prima Bolin will not interfere with that. And then you can kickstart things because you are using long esters. Prima Bolin is an enethate ester, and then you're losing a sipinate or enethate ester of testosterone. So kicking it off with some Terenable T-Bowl from Geneza, excellent orals from Geneza Pharma as well as injectables, as Rick had mentioned about the orals. Well, Terenable is really good for those of you who want to cut down. Again, just like the Primo, doesn't aromatize into estrogen, doesn't cause an increase in appetite. You can fast all day, work out, have a sensible meal after your workout, and then you won't get hungry in the middle of the night. You won't get hungry the next morning and want to eat, okay? So this is a cycle for those of you who want to do a patient, nice 10, 12-week cycle, being patient and cutting back on your carbs, cutting back on your calorie intake, cutting back on your food, doing more fasting, um, time-restricted eating. This is a stack for you. And this isn't a stack where you're going to get overnight results. This is going to be a slow quality stack. So if you're obese, if you're 20%, 25%, 30% body fat, whatever, for a man, that's, that's, you know, not what we want. Obviously we want our abs to show. So this isn't going to be the, the stack for you. So if you're, if you're over 20% body fat or even over six, 17% body fat, this isn't the stack for you. This is for guys who are already, you lean down, you got lean, and now you want to put on good quality lean muscle mass and cut, right? And do a little recomp. This is the stack for you. So I want you to be, if you're over 16, 17% body fat, I want you to cut down to 12, 13% body fat, then run this cycle and you'll get really good results. If you're 25% body fat running this cycle, you're, you're not going to get the results that you want. So this is going to be a cycle that's for people who are already lean and want to get leaner. And this is a cycle for people who want to be patient. If you want to get different results in the mirror quickly, this isn't the cycle for you. Wait till the second cycle I propose. And then that's going to be a, a quicker cycle for you. So Rick, 
Give us yours. Let's, let's go to cycle number three. What would be that? I have a really good cycle to propose pe to people. Um, and this is one of those cycles that just comes up, let's say, when you're like this. This would be the kind of cycle where I'm shopping for something. And this, I'm taking you to that place. I'm shopping for my summer cutter. I know it's time to start. It's February. Time to start the summer cutter. What are you doing? Then you look and you realize that your source might have one or two of these on, on special. Sometimes sources run specials. And you might be able to grab these two. So this would be a really hot, hot cutting stack for anyone out there. The first one would be GP Prima 100, which is Primo Bowling. It's just basically 100 milligrams of Primo Bowling per ml. The GP Prima is from the Genesa Pharma brand. So you know that that really good, expensive steroid, uh, you're going to get the right stuff. You're going to get the stuff you paid for because you're shopping with a, a premium premier top tier lab. Then you want to stack it with something else. You want to stack it with an oral to give you an edge. And the oral I pick is methyl 1 testosterone. Methyl 1 testosterone is the methylated version of the steroid 1 testosterone. The modification to 1 testosterone makes it more orally bioavailable. And it also, obviously with the methyl group, it inhibits the weights broken down by the liver. So you can take that orally. This product is actually methyl one testosterone is one of the strongest orals you can really take and you know get your hands on. Now, what's interesting, what's cool about one testosterone is that it does not convert to estrogen. It's very anabolic, somewhat androgenic, definitely androgenic but is going to be um it's going to be a very strong strong product for cutting it's really really good for cutting definitely um you're going to see some really really good cutting with it um because it is methylated um, it's definitely going to affect your liver. So you want to make sure to grab N2Guard anytime you're taking a methyl one test. But it's, uh, it's, the, it's the brand name Genesa Pharma GPM1T. So the Genesa Pharma, the GPM1T, I mean, that is the product. It's great for cutting. Um you could start off with as little as five to 10 milligrams a day just to see how you react. Most guys find the ideal amount is going to be just about 20 megs. Maybe some guys are like as much as 40. Look, if you've never taken methyl one test and you want to drop this really cool, hot cutting cycle, here's a good way to do it. Start on the Primo, shoot the Primo now, like today. Give it a week for the Primo to begin to release. Next week, you shoot your second shot of Primo, Primo Bowling. You do two to 400, 600 milligrams. It's up to you. How much, can, how much Primo Bowling can you afford, really? And what you're looking to get out of this cycle. So you front load the Primo just a little bit, one week, just to make sure it's, it's kicking in. 
then on your second shot of Primo, you start your methyl one test. Uh, these come in 10 milligram tabs. So I'd probably break those tabs in quarters and take a quarter in the morning and then a quarter towards the nighttime. And that's a good way to start off with five milligrams. If you've never done methyl one testosterone before. If you want to start a little bit stronger because, you know, you've done other orals, then you can go with three quarters every day. You know, that's seven and a half milligrams. Or you can take those quarters or throughout the day and start off at 10. It's up to you how, uh, and, and your experience level, how you want to run this. Um, run that along with the Primo for about four weeks, four weeks on the oral. Once you're four, five weeks out of the oral, then you take the break and you stay on the Primo again. Then you, once you've been on the Primo by itself for, for two, three weeks, taking liver support products and off, off of the oral steroids, then you could jump in again just to polish off the end two to four weeks again depending on liver values, how you feel, how things are moving along, side effects. Definitely primobolin and methyl-1 testosterone are going to give you some pretty, pretty darn good results. And if this is your first time ever doing methyl-1 test, don't, don't just, don't do too much at first and don't go too long on the cycle. If this, if this is your first time doing methyl one test, just do like five, not even, maybe 10 weeks, four, four weeks, no more than four weeks. Give it two weeks of rest. Stay on the Primo Bolin. Stay on the N2 guard. Run blood work two weeks after your last ingestion of methyl one test. See what the liver values look like. You're sort of good to go if you, if, you don't, if you don't see any major issues or any major anything to really be worried about. After that span of time off of the oral steroids, jump on again for a couple more weeks. Then finish out proper PCT and to generate and to guard. You know, that's what you definitely... uh you take with it and then go. These are more advanced cycles, uh, protocols. These are more kind of like for guys that kind of know their way around. Um, I, I, you know, if, if a newbie was going to try this, I, I would, I would want to monitor them, I think, and, and make sure that they did get blood work in the middle on time and make sure that their, their numbers did look right. And it's definitely a lot uh, that, that can be done with a cycle like this, but yeah, I mean, pretty much from, you know, just need the methyl one testosterone from Genesa Pharma. There's the GP M1T use the GP Primo 100 Primo Bolin. And, you know, th those vials have 10 mLs per five MGs. If you do, uh, you know, 500 milligrams a week of Primo, which is a nice strong cutting cycle. Like you could really, do a lot of cardio and, and cut your calories down on that primo and you're going to look fucking good. You're going to look good doing it. Uh, one vial should last you a couple of weeks. So if you're going to do a, a 10 week, a run of this, uh, 
you might want to pick up five, maybe six vials of this stuff. That way you can run 500 megs a week for 10 to 12 weeks. And then you definitely want to pick up the methyl one testosterone, the GPM1T. And each pack has about 50 taps at 10 milligrams. If you're going to go with 10 MGs a day to start, you only need about 30 taps. You have 20 left over for later. Uh, so maybe picking up two packs, so you have 100 tabs, and you could run 30 taps over 30 days for 10 MGs the first four weeks, take a couple weeks off. And then maybe you feel, hey, I, I could do it a little bit less. Or, hey, I like, I like a little, something a little bit stronger. Then you could do it a tab and a half, 50 milligrams, or maybe 20. You step up to 20, two tabs, uh, your second run. And and then you, you need a total of... If you did four weeks at 30 at 10 megs, and then you did another four weeks at 20 megs, you'd need about 90 tablets, uh, 90 10 milligram tablets to kind of to kind of finish that out and do it do it right. Two week in the middle, two week break. Again, these aren't cycles that really make it or that get discussed much in our regular evolutionary radio podcast, but this is a bit more hardcore, a bit more pushing the envelope. Uh, I'm hoping guys if they follow if you did want to listen to me and and say hey i'm going to try this cycle i'm going to do four weeks of orals um injectable backdrop two weeks off three weeks off in the middle then finish off with four weeks of orals make sure you do it right like make sure you get the fucking blood work in the middle of it make sure you take into guard you're taking the liver support product like make sure you do the whole thing right because otherwise it's just irresponsible like you get on 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 oral for four to six weeks, come off for only a couple, and then jump on again for four weeks. If you're not doing blood work, just just to make sure you're you don't have any major problems, and you're not taking liver support, then it's just kind of fucking shitty, irresponsible behavior. But if you're an experienced guy, you're taking proper liver support. You you do. You run blood work. You know, two, three weeks, you know, third week of your break after your first, the first part of it, the first run of the orals. Now you're talking, now you're doing something. Now you're, you're checking, you're monitoring your blood work to make sure your liver support is enough and is working properly. And once you check that out in the middle of the cycle, then boom, you bang it again. That's, that's more without those key factors then you're just doing too much and being irresponsible. And you're a, you're a death waiting to happen. You're a, medical condition waiting to happen but if you do it properly you take the liver support products and you run the blood work to make sure the liver support products are actually helping you then you you, you know you could you, you're doing it right at least you're checking at least you're taking preventive measures and that that goes a long way in my book so um so that's it. I mean, that's a, you know, we don't talk about methyl one testosterone much in this, on this podcast, but man, I'm telling you guys with that primo balling, it'll make a good stack, man. Uh, what else you got, Steve? So next one I want to do is a little more aggressive than the, the ones we talked about so far. I'm not going to say a little more. I think it, it is more aggressive and that's uh, a trembolone using trembolone to cut up. Now, some guys, they cut up with trembolone very, very well. Um, I've seen it over the years on forum. I've seen guys make total body transformations. I've seen guys go from 16% body fat to under 10% body fat on trend. 
it's amazing. And some guys don't react well to trend. But if you do react well to trend running a stack with tremble and acetate, shorter ester from Geneza, very, very good, high-quality trend. Uh, Trembolone, getting low-quality Trembolone is very dirty. You'll, you'll increase your chances of getting trend cough. You'll increase your chances of having nausea. You'll increase your chances of not feeling well and getting sick on cycle and suppressing your own immune system and stressing your body. So it's important to get high-quality Trembolone from Geneza. That's the highest quality that you're going to find out there. So acetate's really good. It's a short ester. You're going to have to inject it every two or three days at the most. Um, you could probably get away with doing it three, you know, every th third day, but every other day is most ideal with, with acetate. And the reason I'm, I'm picking acetate here is for flexibility because it's in your system quick. It's out of your system quick. So with Trenbolone, flexibility can be your friend. You can always adjust the dosage. And, you know, you can play around with it. Next one I'm going to be using is Masterone Propanate. And the reason Masterone Propanate, it goes really well with Trend. It's got low, low side effects. It's a DHT derivative, but it doesn't have crazy DHT side effects like a Winstrol would. So Masterone stacks really well, good with Trend because it's low side effect and Trend is going to be high side effect. And the reason we're going to propanate is the same reason we're going to acetate with the Trend. You can actually mix them in the same syringe and inject them every other day. That's the most ideal way to use them. So with the Trembolone, anywhere from 200 up to 400 milligrams a week total. And then with the Masteron, I would go anywhere between 400 and 600 milligrams a week total. Masteron is a great hardener. So it's, it works well for cutting uh, because it's going to harden up your muscle and it's going to show your muscles off. It's going to show those cuts in your muscles. And that's why it stacks really well here. And then the third one I'm going to add is a little oral with Anovar. And the reason I'm running uh, Anovar here, low side effects, and it kind of complements the cycle. So you can run the Anovar to finish the cycle off. So it's going to be a little different than the last cycle I proposed where you're kickstarting the cycle. So kickstarting a cycle will be running the oral early in the cycle. So the first half of the cycle, you do the kickstart because you're using longer esters. This way you get a little action, okay? Those longer esters take longer to reach peak levels in your body. Now with the shorter esters of this cycle, you're using the acetate and the propanate, shorter esters, you can go ahead and use the Anovar to finish the cycle instead. And that will help cut you up more that will help harden you up more. So you go and finish out the cycle on a high note. And on this cycle, really, when you come, when you stop doing the injections, you'll notice a week or two after you stop doing the injections, you actually look the best because the inflammation starts leaving your system. You'll actually look more cut up and more shredded on it. So if you're really, really good when it comes to trend and you're really good at shredding up on trend, you're going to love this cycle. Tremble on acetate, master on propanate, and then finishing it off with some Anovar. And with the Anovar dosage, I already talked about the trend and master on dosage, but Anovar dosage, you want to stick to between 40 and 60 milligrams a day. Some guys go lower and some guys go higher, but good quality Anovar, the Oxan that Rick was mentioning on his first cycle, really, really good from Geneza GP. You are wet, rest assured, a 60 milligrams, 50 milligrams is an ample dosage. 
I've seen guys run 100, 120 milligrams. Well, guess what? You're not running real Anabar. If you've got to run that much as a man, you're not running the real stuff. Period. So it's very important. You just don't waste your time. Don't waste my time. Don't waste Rick's time. Don't waste anyone's time going the cheap route on Anabar and buying from a cheap source where, that they ship in the raws from who knows where. They don't know what they're getting. They're making the rods in their bathtub and their sink and their toilet, and then they're selling it to you. And most of it is not even active steroid, much less Anavar. You're just getting a bunch of sugar and other crap fillers. That's what you're getting. So don't waste your time buying Anavar if you're not going to buy from Genezza. Period. End of sentence. All right, Rick, finish us off with some tips. And I'll, I'll get a couple tips. Guys, you got to be in a caloric deficit. You know, it's cutting. So you got to be in a caloric deficit. Um, said it on the podcast many a times, man. If you if you want to take clenbuterol and some of these uh, weight loss drugs, I mean, it's up to you. It's your body, your choice. But I always say, instead of taking a fat loss uh, drug, a fat burning drug, just eat less. You know, just eat less. Instead of taking a compound that's going to help you burn more calories, eat less. Steroids are good because the steroids are going to protect your lean mass as you shred, as you cut down. It's going to protect the lean mass. And that's that's good. It's a good, it's a good part. But taking any kind of drugs that are going to make your heart uh, speed up faster or going to have any effect just for the sake of fat loss, I don't, I don't suggest. I don't suggest anyone do that. You know, I don't, I don't think it's, it's the best idea for anyone to do that. So, you know, caloric deficit, make sure you get your, your cardio in. AM cardio, fasted cardio, great. I know on some of the natty, natural uh, channels, uh, they, they've, they say, and there's been some evidence that fasted cardio it's not going to make you lose body fat any faster. And that may be right for the guys that are not on steroids. If you're a natty guy, may not be as beneficial AM cardio, fasted cardio than any other cardio. But for someone on steroids, someone on steroids, uh, someone taking those, you know, 20 milligrams of 10 out of our 10 Winstrel or, or five migs of uh Methyl one trend, you know, um, I'm sorry, methyl one testosterone a few minutes before their, their AM cardio or, you know, good 10, 20 minutes before the AM cardio. Someone already injected 500 milligrams of Primo Ball and D-Pot a week. Yeah, that AM cardio does, is magical. It's magical. If you're on, 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 on some heavy steroids, you're going to see something serious of that AM cardio. Uh, way more than you will if you're natural. You know, it's just the way. It's just the way it goes. So, definitely, aim cardio. Plenty of plenty of cardio. Make sure that you're a good, serious caloric deficit. I like fasting. I like time restricted feeding. Other guys might have other ways to go about it. But uh, if you if you're not at a caloric deficit, you ain't cutting. It's just the bottom line. What do you think, Steve? Okay, so a couple things um, 
about what you said. First of all, with, when you're in a caloric deficit, your body's also going to burn less calories. So in a short run, being in a caloric deficit, you're going to lose weight. In the long run, you will not lose weight in a caloric deficit. So when you're doing these cycles, being a caloric deficit makes a lot of sense. We see this a lot with bodybuilders and actors and entertainers and stuff. We're trying to cut down. They'll they'll run. They'll they'll consume a lot of calories, four or five thousand calories. And then when they want to cut down, they'll just cut their calories by a thousand or fifteen hundred. And like magic, they'll cut down. So if you're someone, you know, your normal gym rat, you've been around fifteen percent body fat your whole life. Don't follow that strategy. Don't follow that strategy. Um, so you want to basically focus on food quality, the foods you're eating versus how many calories you're getting. And then you need to exercise one hour a day. And you need to basically what Rick mentioned, um, where he said some channels out there saying fasted cardio is no different. No, they're, they're wrong. Um, there's, we, we know the science, um, anyone from a pro bodybuilder to an actor to, you know, any athlete in any sport knows that fasted cardio burns more fat than if you eat a meal, then go do cardio. And look, the simple reason, the logical reason for that is very simple. When you eat a meal and you go eat and you go work out, your body's going to have to go through that meal first. That energy from that meal has to get burned first before it can tap into the excess stored fat on your body. But when you're in a fasted state and you go do a workout, your body will tap into that fat store to use for energy. It's as simple as that. I mean, it's really logical, and that's what the science says. So those guys are wrong, pure and simple. And we know that for a fact. So absolutely, best time to work out when you get up in the morning fasted, make sure you drink water, you hydrate, and then go do cardio, go do your workout. The longer you stay fasted, the more your uh, body fat, your, your body's going to burn. So on these cycles we're proposing, aside from Trembolone, and if you're running moderate doses of anything else that's androgenic or anabolic, really, really anabolic or really androgenic, you will be able to, to take advantage of time-restricted eating and fasting do a lot of fasted cardio, do a lot of fasted workouts on these stacks. That's the beauty of these stacks. Now on trend, it might be hard to do that. Trend is really, really crazy when it comes to as a nutrition practitioner. So it's going to want you to feed it carbs, 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 carbs. It's going to ask for carbs uh, constantly. So you may not be able to do that on the trend, but it depends on the person. If you can do it on trend, you will shred up like, like you wouldn't believe. So it's all about experimenting with your body guys and seeing what works, you know, but again, the science is there. Read some nutritional books, guys, listen to our podcast on nutrition, our regular podcasts. And we talk a lot about that stuff. You know, one thing, uh, one thing I want to throw in guys, uh, Steve, I don't, I don't think you're, you're wrong in a lot of the things you're saying. These studies are out there. Uh, the relationship between uh, caloric restriction and 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 then uh, your body adjusting to spending less calories. All this all this data is kind of sorry or sort of already already out there. Matter of fact, as you were talking about, it, I pulled up a couple of the studies where it's been proven that 
if you go on a, on a deep caloric deficit, your body's going to produce less testosterone. And, and I'm pretty sure that is one of the mechanisms that your body uses when you are on starvation mode and you're eating way less calories is your body might, might reel back on production of testosterone because testosterone is supposed to make you horny, make you want to procreate and make you uh, gain more muscle weight both of which are probably not the best things to be doing when we are uh, on food scarcity mode, when their food is scarce. So naturally your body would make, will, will make less testosterone when you are on some of these, these uh, deep caloric deficits. Obviously when you weight train, your body makes more testosterone, even without you injecting or taking anything, just naturally your body will make more testosterone from weight training. So there's an argument to be made as to how weight training and, and the increasing hormones there will offset some of the caloric deficits and, uh, and the decreases there, because we, we see it in, in athletes. Yeah. But flip side is overtraining and stressing on your body too much will also drop testosterone. That's why you see a lot of natural. They were talking, you're absolutely right. Now, yeah. when, 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 one thing, once a lot of the tests that haven't been done is the same test, the AM cardio, the drop in of calorie of calories and, and overtraining while on fucking steroids. Because then if you are on a caloric deficit and your body would naturally drop testosterone levels, but you are on steroids and on top of being on steroids, you're going to the gym and stimulating the muscles with load, with weight to kind of force them uh, uh, to, to have to adapt and bombarding your, your muscle cells with the actual hormones that would signal it, signal those cells to, to take in nutrients and to, and to strengthen. That, that, that's why you get guys who go on the Olympia stage at 3% body fat and, and are 260, 270 fucking pound monsters. Because although they cut their calories down and, and they're doing all kinds of things, they're using enough drugs to keep their bodies anabolic to, to make sure that your body will, that these diets work. That's why they get to 3% body fat, you know? So, so definitely you're not wrong, Steve. Yeah. I mean, you're natty and you start dropping calories. You will drop testosterone levels too. You're natty and, and you just starve it out. You don't cardio properly, but you just, your body will just burn less calories, less calories when you're resting. You know, you, you can't, you drop into calories. I think it's a great way to get around and not use some of the harsher uh, drugs. But at the end of the day, you can't get around the fact that you need to do cardio. You need to lift weights if you want to look good. And if you, you know, if you want to drop the proper weight, you know, if you want to get chiseled, but uh, now it, it makes some great points, Steve, for sure. All right. I think that sums it up, buddy. For more information. Check out our other podcasts as well. We have a wealth of information. Hey, great show today, Steve. Um, so, I, all right, guys, that, that's it for today, for today's installment of Evolutionary Underground, episode nine in the books. And uh, we will be getting back to you guys uh, pretty shortly here with another, uh, with episode 10. Episode 10 is coming up in the next few weeks. So we're good to, to go, guys, and just make sure to every Monday and Thursday, is when our Minds and Steve's shows episodes air. Make sure to stay on to, to listen to those. We got some more fun stuff coming up. All right. Have a good one, Steve. Steve, say goodbye to the people. 
All right, bye. Take care. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.